Chase. Laura Curran joining us live. It's Cut to the Chase with Laura Curran on 77 WABC. Hello, everyone. So I gave you the wrong number. My bad. It's 800-848-WABC. And I want to hear your least favorite cliche. We already have some folks on the line. Hang on. I'm going to get to you in a little bit. Stay tuned. But first... In the metaverse of infinite variations of what's happening here on regular old Earth, the Manhattan DA is a Republican. Instead of DA Alvin Bragg, we have DA Tom Keniff, who ran here on Earth as the Republican candidate against Bragg in 2021. And on this plane of reality, he's joining us on Cut to the Chase. Tom, welcome. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm great. It's good to talk to you. So, yeah, you too. Dems outnumber Republicans in Manhattan about eight to one. And the results for the election, your election in 2021, were pretty much in line with that, about 83 percent to 16 percent. Alvin Bragg squeaked out in a primary versus eight opponents, which tells you how excited the the Democrats were to run in this. (laughs) And the last Republican elected DA in Manhattan was in 1937. So why did you decide to run? I, I decided to run. Look, I, I've been practicing in the criminal justice system in New York for, for essentially my whole career for, for you know, over 20 years. Um, you know, I'd never seen anything like this. Uh, you know, I, I started as a prosecutor at a time where it was just conventional wisdom that prosecutors prosecuted and defense attorneys defended. Uh, and then I went over to the defense side um, because I believe that every defendant deserves a uh, a zealous defense, right? That's our constitution. Mm-hmm. Um, what I had never seen before was a situation where you had, you know, eight candidates running in the Democratic field who were all essentially, you know, vying to out crazy each other mm. and, you know, outdo each other as far as who could go the furthest in promising not to enforce the law, not to prosecute crime, not to hold people accountable. Uh, You know, I I just, to me, uh, that was uh, intolerable. Uh, A lot of other adjectives I can come up with. Um, And, you know, I I had no delusions about what the, uh, you know, what what the the challenges would be. But I felt that someone had to get up there and present a counter narrative. Yeah. Well, that's what democracy is all about. And we did see Republicans make gains in, and I've said this a million times, make gains in all 62 counties in New York State, including Manhattan. So, uh, I mean, you're now, you're a founding partner of your law firm of Razor and Kenneth Law Firm in Manhattan with a a Long Island office also. Your life, I'm sure, is very comfortable and uh, I'm not going to say easy, but not perhaps not the same kind of stress as running for office. Would you consider running again for something? You know, I, I've been asked that question a lot. Um, and, you know, my, my answer, which I guess is much of an answer, is never say never. Um, you know, I, I think it would depend on the circumstances. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, very, it's very challenging running in Manhattan. I have no regrets. And, and I went in with eyes wide open. Um, but, you know, in, in addition to the challenges you face just with, with voter registration, which, of course, is overwhelming, um, it is very difficult for Republicans in New York City, I learned this the hard way, um, to, you know, get support even among, you know, the Republican conservative uh, 
you know, roots. Huh, um, interesting. Yeah. And, it, and it, you know, it, and, the you know, I think a lot of it is people just say, hey, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be successful, so I'm not going to give you my support or we're not, even though we may be, you know, it may be a conservative outlet. You know, we're not going to cover the race because we just don't think it's practical. Um, and I think that's a disservice because, you know, look, you have to start somewhere. Right. right. And, you know, when, when something like, you know, law and order is at stake. And I made this point during the campaign. I mean, you can go back thousands of years. Show me any society that has ever endured in the absence of law and order mm-hmm. doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there, there are times we have to stand on principle and say, hey, look, you know, we may not win this time, but at least we'll we'll raise awareness, as the other side likes to say these days, um, and, and start building towards maybe when we will be able to compete in New York City as uh, sadly as things get worse and worse. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, and I, I can imagine, you know, when you, well, something, you know, I, I having been in elected office and having run for office, you know, you got to raise money, you got to call people, you got to make your pitch. And so I think what would be very frustrating are, are people who are sympathetic with you and agree with your politics and would like to see you succeed. Uh, but they're not going to give you money because I guess the donor class feels well, our resources would be better spent elsewhere. We don't have infinite resources. So we're going to focus on what can actually, who can actually win. Um, but it's almost like a, a chicken and egg thing. If you don't get the resources, you're not going to be competitive, right? Yeah, well, absolutely. And you know what? And those people, you know, the ones that, the, the, the fat cats, if you will, that could really do something, you know, it, it winds up, they, they hurt you in two ways. One, they hurt you because they can't, they won't give, they don't give you money. Uh, two, you know, when you get into the, you know, billionaire class, you know, it, it's like a club and they're all, looking at, you know, they, they're, they're very competitive with each other. Meanwhile, look, if I had billions of dollars, I wouldn't be competitive with anyone. I'd be living a happy life somewhere, right? They're, you know what? Are. Rich people yeah. are just like us. You know, they have the same insecurities. <laughs> they just have nicer stuff. Uh, apparently. I'll let you know when I become rich. Yeah. But, you know, so, so the question you would get, you know, when you go in and you make a pitch to, let's say, a conservative-minded, you know, billionaire or multi-multi-millionaire. Say, well, what's so-and-so doing for you? You know, and then you go, well, oh, yeah. well, then what, you know, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm sure you've, you've been there. Yeah, I had know. one donor who, you know, I went up to see him and he's like, who's your biggest donor? <laughs> and then he, oh, yeah. no, he, 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 he upped the ante a little bit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, you know, I, I, and then, you know, I, I would say this, and I said, look, you know, well, if so-and-so gives you money, then I'll come support you. Like, so, well, look, look. It's like being in combat saying you got to take this hill and, uh, well, I'll see if you make it halfway up, then I'll come and join you. You know, right. it, it doesn't work. I mean, but look, at the end of the day, you know, it, it's not for me to tell anybody else, you know, what to do with their money. And I don't want to sound, you know, uh, ungrateful either, because frankly, we have a lot of, you know, don't, uh, smaller donors yeah. and, and some bigger that, that really did step up. And I had a great cadre of volunteers, most of which were Democrats, by the way, but, hmm. they, but they were re- because it's Manhattan, but they, they, they saw what was at stake and they really perceived uh, the race. And uh, look, you know, we didn't have much, but I will say I didn't pat, pat myself or more my team a little bit on the back. You know, we beat Curtis Lewa by 5,000 votes in Manhattan. Ah. We, we were one of the only in history, one of the only down ballot candidates to ever beat the top of the ticket, of course. It's pretty good. More headwind in our face because instead of riding on coattails from the top of our ticket, yeah. and I like Curtis, he's phenomenal, and and he was very, uh, you know, he, he, he WABC guy for big, big time. I, I have not a bad word to say about Curtis, but my, my, I'm only, I'm only saying that you know in, in the sense that look, there there were people in Manhattan who got it, 
and perceived it. And maybe, you know, if, if we had the resources where we could you know, do the things that you know you need to do to win a race, you know, direct mailings, mm-hmm. television and so forth. Takes money. Maybe, maybe we could have pulled more uh, from the middle into the race. But, you know, it, it is very difficult to do that without that kind of financing. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. So, Tom, I have you for about one more minute, but I do want to let our listeners know that you are a major in the Army National Guard and you're an Iraq War veteran. And I'm seeing a really I talked about this last week on the show. There's a really interesting group of young veterans who are running and who are winning. I'm thinking on the I was talking the other last week about Nancy Mace on the Republican side, representative down in South Carolina and Pat Ryan here in New York, who was just elected to Congress. What is it about service, serving your country, and then public service? And what can we do to encourage more of that? Well, Laura, I think you said it already. I mean, the word service comes up twice in that sentence, right? And and that's it. I mean, you have people that are used to, you know, that that are willing to get into the fight, right? I mean, I I live in Oyster Bay now, so I love to quote, you know, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, man in the arena. Yeah, it's great. Um, Right? Look it up. If you you don't know it, look it up. It's really good. It's phenomenal, yeah. And, uh you know, and that's what it's really all about. I mean, so, you know, you're willing to get in there and you're not going to say, hey, what are the odds? I'm going to do this because I think it's the right thing to do. And then, of course, we can't talk about veterans in office without me represent, uh, acknowledging my great friend Lee Zeldin, because Lee and I uh, and my law partner, Stephen Razor, and sadly, the late Bo Biden, were all in the same officers school, a class wow. uh, in the Army. We yeah. all graduated together. So, I, you know, I, I got you know, I, I've known Lee. He used to work at our firm, and uh, he was really, you know, what kind of helped me get my name in the ring to run uh, in in the race in Manhattan. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously another uh, another great veteran who has served uh, in militarily and politically. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Tom, and we, need, we need more people to do it. We need more people to do it. We need more good people in both parties to run. Tom Kenneth, I want to thank you for your service, and I also want to thank you for running, even though it was an uphill battle, and I hope we see you again. Looking forward to it, Laura. Thanks for having me on. All right.